I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Fucking podcast. Oh, hi there. I, I didn't see you. Uh, this is the Airbuds Podcast. Uh, oh, sorry. I didn't see you there. Welcome to the show about basketball. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't see you there. I was just podcasting. This fucking podcast, huh? Right on time. Right on time, <laughs> I'm Mike Benner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. You're Jamel Johnson. Oh, that's right. We are Peterless. We have had a we've had a rough couple weeks with availability. You're holding it. What is what is that? Woodbridge All Stars. Jamal just decided to show me a T-shirt randomly that says yeah, Woodbridge no, All Stars. Pretty tight. I'm not, yeah, yeah, it is pretty good. You know, it's tight. Uh, so I had to I had to go back home uh, for an unexpected uh, thing last weekend. Back to Philadelphia for a little bit. Um, uh, but the one of the positive things that that came out of that is uh, I got a Laura Marion T-shirt that my grandma gave me randomly. Whoa! And it just has the bulldog logo, which the it's the Lower Marion Aces, but there's the lo- the like mascot is a bulldog named Ace, um, and it's just like a big chunky bulldog on the front that says LM on it. And I was like, telling her like, you don't know like how like valuable this is in Los Angeles. Like people covet LM gear out there because of Kobe. Yeah, people would lose their mind. A lot of dudes currently riding the red line train to Hollywood would lose their fucking minds. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I got a high school t-shirt, too, in my travels. Way to go. I don't even know if this is high school. It's, oh, like it's, some... it's always like an AAU team or something? Yeah, some some shit. Some bullshit shit with kids. Some fucking kid bullshit. So speaking of bullshit, let's get some business out of the way. We're going to talk about uh, the finals, which are starting tomorrow night. We're going to talk about uh, 
unfortunately, we don't have Peter to talk about Luke Walton joining his team's coaching staff. That's why uh, he's not here. He, yeah, did, I, <laughs> he didn't even want to get into it. Yeah. We'll talk about that and so much more. But first, let's get some business out of the way. Guys, if you want to support the Buds, go to patreon.com slash airbudspod. For $5 a month, you get bonus episodes, you get access to our Discord, you get bonus shows, uh, which I have a feeling will kick back in hardcore this summer. I think I'm going to launch a new show. Uh, I, I don't want to, I haven't talked to you guys about it yet, but uh, I'll talk to you about it uh, after this record. But yeah, I mean, Patreon.com. Oh, yeah, that's right. I don't have to ask you guys. It's not like Peter ever looks at anything. <laughs> Having to yeah. join this podcast outside of <laughs> clicking his Zencaster link occasionally. <laughs> yeah, it's not. not. You want to do a podcast? It's always a yes. Yeah. Uh, go to Airbuds Pod. I'm sorry. Go to patreon.com slash Airbuds Pod. Just $5. That's all we ask. Just give us your money. Um, oh, you know, I also, uh, Jamel, you know, I know I was kind of. Uh, I want nothing to do with the whole t-shirt giveaway fiasco, but yesterday I cleaned out my uh, t-shirt drawer and I've, I've, I've racked up about 10 to 15 t-shirts that I want to get rid of. I was thinking, do we want to give those away this summer? Yes. All right. Yeah. I got some good ones. I got some trailblazing shirts. I got a bootleg Bart Simpson shirt. Hey, yeah. somebody's, somebody's penis just moved when they heard Bart Simpson. Yeah, but you know what? You gotta you gotta join the Patreon because maybe that'll just be a pure Slack giveaway. I'll kind of maybe do some contests this summer, giving away some T-shirts. Uh, Patreon.com. If, they if they're Benner's T-shirts, you're gonna get them promptly. <laughs> they will arrive. I guarantee that they're coming. Uh, and if it's from Peter, they will arrive like in two years. But yeah, yeah, that's for me. Fun. You'll get them next week. And if it's for me, I'll just be at your front door. Jamal will just show up at your front door one day and be like, did you did you order weed or a T-shirt? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> the weed's in the T-shirt. Yeah. Have a good night. Um, Do we have any other business to get rid of, <laughs> to get rid of, to get through before uh, we jump into our finals preview, Jamal? Um, how do I start a fundraiser? Like, what's the right way to start a fundraiser? Um, for, well, I think it depends on what, well, my little brother, it's his birthday today. And, uh, he's the head coach at our, my high school for the football team. And, uh, they need some money. Well, then I think maybe this is the perfect time to, uh, is there a link to money to a fundraising site or is, is there a way to donate that we can tell our listeners? Uh, is it, uh, Jawan, is just, that, yeah. Yeah. If you want to donate to Jawan Johnson's, uh, football team. Go to Jamal. What's the website? Um, it doesn't exist yet. So <laughs> if, well, in, in two months. So just a Venmo me. Yeah. Yeah. Just send it to a Venmo that will be under the name Eleanor Rigby. <laughs> I love that you said it's my little brother's birthday. I want to raise money for his football team. And we were like, all right, how do we do it? He's like, I don't know. Check back in two months. <laughs> yeah. I, well, what I was saying, I was trying to ask you. How do I say goodbye? No, how do I breathe without you? How do I start one? Is it GoFundMe? Is it? I love that I said, do we have any more business? And you you brought up something that we should talk about, not on on air on a podcast. I. <laughs> this is a text conversation. Oh right. <laughs> I thought you were going to have a link we could donate to. 
Yeah, you probably got to bleep out one part too. But uh, yeah, whoops. You think I'm going to edit this shit? Should I do it? I could put a bleep in there. Um, sure. Uh, we'll we'll talk about what has to be bleeped after. Let's talk about Jamel tomorrow evening. The NBA Finals are finally underway. We got the Boston Celtics playing the Golden State Warriors in San Francisco. Game one tomorrow night. Are you excited? No, Alex. <laughs> Why not? Actually, I, no, I am excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. This is Adam Silver's dreams. NBA 75 fully realized. The new. The old. The convergence. We've replaced Bob Cousy and uh, John Barry with with several light-skinned black men. <laughs> I was about to say, is this the least white Celtics team to make a finals ever? I guess the 08 was pretty not white. Yeah, the 08 team was pretty not white. The 2010 team was pretty not white. I mean, Scalabrini counted for four white guys. That's true. He had the strength of four white men. Um. Jamel, I'm just going to ask you right off the top, who do you think wins? I'm going with the Boston Bostonians. In game one or in the entire series? In game one and the entire series. I got to be honest, I'm with you, man. I think the Boston Celtics might take it in six as long as they can stay healthy. I think as long as Marcus Smart and Robert Williams are not missing every other game. And hopefully they won't, because obviously the finals are so fucking spread out every year now. Uh, like, I think the Celtics just will bully the Warriors on defense, maybe. I think the Celtics have perimeter defense good enough to do it. And yeah, everybody's shit is permitting health. If Not- I stay healthy, you know, who knows what will happen. If I was actually healthy. If you were healthy, you'd be in the finals right now. Dude. I'd be the finals. That's actually a pretty good nickname for like a basketball player. The finals. LeBron should be called the finals. I mean, he did go to 10 of them shits. I know. And like eight in a row, right? Was it eight or 10 in a row? I think it was eight in a row. Yeah. The finals would, if Joel Embiid could be the process, then LeBron should be the finals. Yeah, final boss. If he won Ooh, more, final boss is actually even a better nickname. Well, the problem is he didn't win more than Jordan, so none of these new nicknames are eligible until he somehow wins seven championships. I can we let's can we put a moratorium on talking about Jordan until he dies? Yes, honestly, <laughs> I agree. I mean, the more like people keep talking about him, and the price of Jordans is getting so fucked up. We just got to stop talking about this guy. I just hate being online and talking about basketball. And inevitably, no matter what player you're talking about, somewhere in the comments or replies, someone's going to talk about how they're not as good as Jordan. You can be talking about fucking TJ McConnell and like 13 comments down. Someone's going to be like, you know, like Jordan would have played if like TJ McConnell like sits out. If Woj is like TJ McConnell is injured with an ankle or whatever. Some someone's gonna reply about how Jordan played through a flu. <laughs> like it's insane. I I mean, is this the pandemic's fault? Is this last dance fault? Well, okay. It's 
the pandemic's fault for happening. And then we was all trapped in the house. So everybody who would never watch a documentary was forced to watch a documentary. And they were like, wow, <coughs> documentaries are good. This is the best thing. You know what you know, I mean? That's interesting, actually. I think you're right. I think there's something to that. Because here's the thing. That documentary was full of biased bullshit and lies. But it was like it was the greatest thing for a lot of people. And I think it's because they've never watched a documentary and they think in their in their subconscious mind, you can't lie in a documentary. Yeah, it's a documentary. They don't know shit about uh, what executive producing means. Yeah. Like they don't realize that like Michael Jordan producing his own documentary makes it instantly unreliable. Uh, they, they they don't like the fact that everybody was like, whoa, five dudes from a pizza shop tried to poison Michael Jordan. That's crazy. I can't believe we never knew that. That's a fucking lie. <laughs> he just lied. Big time lies. Uh, tell me lies. Tell me sweet little lies. Uh, big little liars. Uh, all that shit. Pretty little liars. Yeah, all them fools. And so, yeah, so then that happened, and now look at us. I mean, the music isn't even from the right years. <laughs> uh, did you hear, by the way, speaking of The Last Dance, that uh, someone wrote a Dennis Rodman goes to Vegas like script, and it, it is being made? <laughs> Apparently someone saw that episode of, of, uh, of, that, of the doc. And instantly started working on like a spec script for it. And now it's going to be a movie. Of course it's going to be a movie. Yeah. Duh. Anyways, the finals are happening. <laughs> I, no, I'm sorry. I was getting, I was lost in space. Cause I was like, well, who's going to play Rodman? That's what I wanted to think. I like who could play Rodman. Weirdly, the dude that plays Kareem on, on winning time might be the only guy who's like six foot ten and a really good actor. Yeah, and can grow a fro like that, and would look close to Rodman with nose rings. Yeah, I Damn. can't think of anyone else who's who's that tall. But also, like, if they're probably just going to cast him like five foot eight dude and put him on Apple boxes. Tom Cruise, <laughs> and Tom Cruise is like, I had to learn to do my own dunks. <laughs> Tom Cruise, you old as shit, boy. I bet. No, there's no way Tom Cruise could ever dunk. He dunked. He dunked. the first day in Scientology. He dunked. That's how. They, that's how they got him. Shout out Top Gun, Maverick. Uh, perfect crossover of military propaganda and Scientology propaganda. Amazing. Not everyone is loving this movie. Dog. It's their year. Both of their years. I mean, I recently started watching NCIS, as you all know. Yep. Isn't it crazy? It's not crazy. It's weird to me that everyone we had we had one of our like most memorable like couple two weeks of of gun violence with the particularly like bookended by the Buffalo mass shooting and then uh the the mass shooting at the elementary school in Texas and uh everyone was only posting about that online for for two weeks straight, and then suddenly everyone decided to stop 
posting about that and only posts about how great a movie called Top Gun is. <laughs> and like <laughs> Nah, we're fucked up, man. This yeah. is bad. This is whatever whatever led us here was a mistake. Thank you for listening to the show. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, of of guns, uh, we got some great shooters in the series. Series, we got uh, <laughs> Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, two of probably the top five shooters of all time. Uh, do you think that Boston's perimeter defense with Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart and the gang uh, can really put a damper on that, especially in a season where it seems like Clay's definitely off? He has maybe one good shooting game every five games now. And Steph seems to be hitting a stride in the playoffs, but definitely had the worst shooting season in memory for him. I just think they're going to have to shoot from further away. Like, I don't think, like, I think Boston can guard the actual three point line, but nobody can guard a 38 footer. That's true. And then, so what happens from there? So do you think that, like, Marcus Smart just, like, guards Steph, like, 94 feet the entire series? I mean, that's probably their plan. But if it was me, I'm like, I don't know, man. I probably would just play zone the whole time. And just let them get open threes and hope that they, and then stop them on the inside? Well, what are their what are their plays? Their plays are Steph comes off 85 picks. Uh, what's their other play? Jordan uh, Poole isos for a while, but then occasionally also comes off 85 picks. Uh, what's their other play? Uh, Draymond. Uh, kicks someone of, in the dick. Yeah, kicks someone in the dick right in the middle of the, of the paint. Uh, is Kaminga involved? Kaminga and Looney, I think, are the wild cards, kind of, because they're kind of like, sometimes they're really good, sometimes they're terrible. Um, But also, like, they're probably, like, the two biggest guys on the Warriors. I know Kaminga's only, like, 6'7", 6'8", but, like, and then, you know, Looney's, like, 6'10", but, like, that's, like, other than Draymond, who can't really jump for shit anymore, like, that's the only size they have, right? Yeah. And I mean, so does that make how does how does Robert Williams get used? Well, He's, Robert Draymond, Williams and Al Horford are I think are going to look like defensive superstars. It's Horford, and are they both only guarding Draymond? I mean, you don't, you don't really need to guard Draymond anymore. You don't need to guard Kevon Looney. Draymond, no. however, I mean, he's the one starting plays. Do you just let him pass freely? It's all he can do is pass. I would play off him and play off the pass because it's like it's not like he's he can't shoot for shit. He's not. It's not twenty twelve. He's not nailing three pointers anymore. Like I guess you could. He's very crafty. He's got long arms, so you can. I guess if you want to play up on him and try to like swat away, but like you're just gonna get fouls. I would just sag off him and like anticipate the pass and play and, and, and defend the play rather than defend Draymond. Why do I suddenly think that Draymond's going to start shooting threes again? Like as soon as the Warriors made the finals, I was like, Draymond's going to start shooting threes again. What do, what do you think the odds are? He attempts one three pointer in the whole series. Oh, he's going to attempt one a game. I think at least you think, cause he wasn't in the 
conference finals. No, but I think he I think he um who who loves a spotlight more than Draymond right now? Yeah. That guy's gonna want some of that three point glory. Him and Durant got into it the other day. You see that? Oh yeah. What was that about? I didn't um I don't know, some bullshit I don't care about. I saw yeah, I got like an alert about it and I like saw like Draymond claps back at Kevin Durant over finals, and I like looked at the screen grab of the tweet, and I was like, I'm not interested in this at all. Yeah, it's just whack. Um, yeah. So I guess Draymond Green said something about. Um, There's he said they about- need those shiny objects for them to be able to analyze what's going on. Steph Curry got double teamed seven times the amount KD did. The impact he has on a game. If you don't understand basketball, you're going to see he needs a finals MVP to validate who he is talking about stuff. So he kind of threw a stray at Kevin Durant in kind of talking about how Steph deserves a finals MVP. And then Kevin Durant replied, from my view of it, this is 100% false. I guess he's saying I got double teamed as much as Steph did, which kind of is true. I mean, I, I, I don't know the stats, but I remember Kevin Durant was getting – players draped all over him when he was winning those two finals. Yeah. I also don't care. You guys yep. are talking about who gives a fucking fucking shit. God damn it. I hope they, I hope they both realize how hard podcasting is. Yeah. Let's fuck that. Uh, Draymond replied back. You have to learn to listen to full takes and not snippets where you get baited into tweeting champ to which Kevin, <clears throat> Durant replied, oh, I've seen it, my brethren. I appreciate the compliments, but I disagree with what you said about double teams. That's all. I love the show. Uh, so basically, Kevin Durant said, I disagree. And Draymond said, you got to listen to my fucking podcast, bro. And then Kevin Durant said, I do listen to your podcast. Uh, I can't believe I just went. I can't believe I ran that down. That That is so uninteresting. I can't believe I yeah. waited two minutes talking about that. I hope that is the last time I have to hear about the 2016-2017 Golden State Warriors. I also hope that's the last time I have to hear about this fake notion out there that Steph Curry isn't respected enough. He's doing great. He's doing fine. Holy moly is back on TV. He's working with the Muppets now. Dude is good. I don't understand. It's he he decided to wear those under armors. We didn't make him. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Uh everyone agrees that he's one of the greatest players of all time. Everyone agrees he's the greatest shooter of all time. He's won MVPs. He's a he's got three titles. Like he's he's great. Like no one's saying he's not good, Draymond. What is I hate the fake Warriors fan base and now Warriors player narrative that Steph Curry isn't respected enough. He's the most one of the most beloved players of all time. Grow the fuck up. Leave us alone. Highest selling jersey. <laughs> no one cares, bro. Everyone really agrees good. he's great. Stop inventing these fake people saying he's bad. And this is the only in in this is the last time I'm going to mention Miguel Jordan. But just imagine if, like, yeah, in the '90s, everybody was like, "Nah, you don't, you're not hearing me, dog." Michael Jordan, like, yeah, we know he's the greatest of all time. Like, no. nah, son, nah, son, listen. No, we like him. We like Mike. 
It's that's one of my least favorite things when somebody says something that they like and then they uh apologize. It's like something that everyone clearly agrees with, but they'd be like, I'm sorry, but Michael Jordan was really good. I'm sorry. I don't look, I'm not trying to start controversy, but Michael Jordan is probably a top five player of all time. I'm sorry. <laughs> um all right, well, I guess uh, you and I both agree Celtics. I'm going to say Celtics in six. I think they lose game one, actually. Uh, I think uh, it's going to be tough to take, you know, game one in a way. Although Jalen Brown, I don't know. Did you see yesterday Jalen Brown basically said, uh, hey, uh, hey the Bay is my home, my, my home away from home. Uh, I love it there. I can't wait to play there. Basically being like, your home court advantage is mine. Berkeley. Yeah. I mean, yeah, dude. He was out there with little B. Oh, is little B waiting at all? I somebody needs to check on that. Where do we do we have a little B report? Hold on, I'll look up. Little B at a base god. He doesn't come up when you search on Twitter directly anymore. Did he do something? Whoa! Oh no, he I tried to, to buy to... some damn coffee. Probably. Uh. Oh my god. Yesterday at 2.23 p.m., Lil B, the base god, tweeted, for the first time ever, two NBA teams are playing in the finals with hashtag blessings from the base god. Warriors and Celtics let the best team win. Let's play fair NBA ball. Let's stay positive. Lil B. Wow. That's a direct shot at Scott Foster. <laughs> Lil B should curse Scott Foster. Hey, or at least Zach Zarba. Yeah. Um, that's that's crazy. Do you think it's because of Jalen Brown's Bay connections that he that that he earned the Celtics a, a blessing from the base god? For sure. He saged that whole thing. He saged it first. Kyrie didn't even realize what he did when he saged the garden. He actually saved the team. We should look what the records what's like Kyrie's record. Since Since the garden, garden. And what, what are the Boston Celtics record? Probably the, the findings will shock you. Yeah. Um, someone looked that up, tweet at us at Airbuds pod. We'd love to know. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. The Celtics are just, they're, they're very good defensively and good in a way that I think matches up with the, the Warriors offense. They've been the best team in, in the league since January uh, after, you know, starting off kind of slow. Uh, the Warriors have had kind of an off year, even though they, you know, they started out great and then kind of slumped their way to the end of the season uh, and then kind of refound a groove in the playoffs. But I don't know. I think Clay's not himself, and I don't trust Jordan Poole fully, even though he's been very good here and there in the playoffs. He was obviously very good in the regular season. Um, but, like, I don't know. Finals are a big stage. And I think Jalen yeah. Brown and Tatum have more – like they're I, they seem like they have more big game courage than than pool. And I mean, guess what? They've been together for a long time. Yep. They have been together for a long time. Take note. Like the Jazz. Oh yeah, fuck. That's their anyway. hashtag, right? <laughs> I know. I know. It, was, it was. It was. I thought it was five for fighting for one second, but that was their sponsor. Like Five Alive, they were sponsored by that fake orange juice. Oh my god, I remember Five Alive. 
Yeah. It was like oranges, cantaloupe. It was like five different fruits all in one, but you knew drinking. It was like, there's no real fruit in this shit at all. Yeah, y'all put y'all put essence of fruit in this. They spritz some fruits out of a spray bottle. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm picking Celtics and six. How about you? Uh, James, uh, I'm I'm trying to figure out like, so who on Boston is going to score? The Warriors. It's like they're just going to have to make incredible shots, which in theory they can, but we got to see it. But what is the Boston going to like? Jalen Brown's not a shooter like that. I mean, Tatum's going to get the most volume of shots. This is, we all understand he might come out Kobe headband. He might, um, he might catch a a sexual assault allegation in Denver. (laughs) Hey, Tatum is look, Tatum is playing for the Mamba Lito. And, uh, we know, we know how he's coming, but can we talk about Tatum real quick for one second and Kobe? the Kobe armband was that's he is a he's a dork. He's a dork. The bullshit about after you know winning game seven and he was like, I texted Kobe this morning. Like, fuck fuck out of here. Like, get the fuck out. Like what what bullshit stupid like self legend making like oh wow he, he, he texted Kobe Bryant's number this morning. That's crazy. He's 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 got a different mentality. No, he's stupid. Why are you texting a dead person's number? Like, yeah, that's crazy, dude. Yeah, there's like no value in that at all. It just sounds cool on the face of it to dumb people. And look, sometimes you have to do dumb things to motivate yourself. That is at the heart of athletics and love and just emotions is just I guess, being dumb yes. on purpose. I guess that is what my ultimate thing was like. If you're gonna do that for yourself, fine, but like. Don't go telling the national media about it because then it's just like, oh, you you did it to tell people about it. Yeah, telling us is whack, but he's a dork. Him and you know what? Like him and Donovan Mitchell have a lot of things that's similar. Yes, you're totally right. And we don't put them in the same category because Jason Tatum is objectively hotter and, and he better. has a Ruffles deal and better. But they are similar little tool bags. Little fucking dorks. Little little twerps. Yeah. But I guess, you know what? The the weird self-myth-making thing is also a thing that Kobe did. So I guess he's just taken after his hero. What can you do? Yeah. What can you do but emulate, motivate, saturate? Did you see that video that, that was going around um, about Kobe? Uh, it was like a quote that Kobe gave, and he was talking about how when Allen Iverson dropped like 40 on him in like 1999, he went and studied Allen Iverson and blah, blah, blah. And he like said he did – like he watched every clip. And he said, he said quote, and I quote, I read every book on Allen Iverson. <laughs> there were no books on Allen Iverson in 1999, you fucking liar. <laughs> like, yeah, and if they were, they weren't, uh, they weren't official. It's not like – you didn't go to the Library of Congress for that. It was a Matt Christopher children's book about yeah. Allen Iverson. Yeah. I just the 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 bullshit like self myth making in sports is like so out of hand. Like I and, mean, and no reporter ever is just like I was like, wait, what do you mean you read a book about Allen Iverson in nineteen ninety nine? What book was it? No one's ever gonna ask Kobe that. Yeah, and it's all it, LeBron's pretending to read books. LeBron is pretending uh, to watch The Godfather every day and then can't 
he can't quote one line and no one calls him on it. That's insane. It's ridiculous. Uh, Kevin Durant was had a backpack with just the Bible in it. And like, and literally pristine. I doubt he ever cracked that shit open. Yeah. There's all, they all got, they all got little weird little shits. They do. I'm fine. If you got a weird little shit, you'd got to do to motivate yourself and get yourself up and have a routine or whatever. It's just when you go to the media and be like, yeah, man, I text Kobe every day to get me motivated. Like you're just doing it to tell people <laughs> like, but then I guess maybe, maybe telling the media about your bullshit thing is part of your bullshit thing. Who knows? Somebody, Why am somebody, I judging? Uh, somebody in, in one of the group chats posted a picture of the text thread it was like Jason Tatum hits him and it's a green bubble. And then, and then Kobe responds, golden state in five. <laughs> uh, so they would be on the lookout for that one. Um, Wait, we were in the middle. You were about to, to give your prediction for the series, but we got sidetracked. Oh, oh, with Jason right. Tatum I'm being just- a dork. I'm just trying to figure out what the Celtics offense looks like. It should be, it's like, it's like Tatum with around 30 and then everyone else has 18. Yeah. And then occasionally, like every other game, Jalen Brown might drop 35 himself. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I, I will say with caveat, like, it's totally possible that the Warriors suddenly click. The finals shakes Clay Thompson out of his his funk, uh, and you know he hits eighteen threes in a game, and the Warriors just go ballistic. Uh, they're very good at being in the finals. They're very good at yeah. it. Um, so I I fully will cop to the fact that my Celtics and six prediction might look stupid two weeks from now, but I'm I'm hanging on with the Celtics. I just hope whoever wins, it's not because of some devastating injury, obviously. Yeah. Uh, the, the Warriors have been known to curse an opponent. You know, a, a lot of guys have gone down in the in the midst of a, a Warriors championship run, and I just hope that doesn't happen to the boys from Beantown. Uh, how many times, prediction, uh, how many times do you think Steph is going to chuck his mouth guard at a referee or a fan. I think this year he hits Michelle Tafoya. <laughs> I think he throws it so hard he hits Michelle Tafoya who's not even in the building for somehow like she's just in her car. I think he's gonna hit um uh I think Celtics fans and for good luck game three or game four are are going to um, exhume the body of Red Auerbach and put him courtside, and there's just going to be a skeleton with a cigar hanging out of his mouth, and and Steph is going to hit it with the mouth guard. Hey, that's pretty good. And then they're gonna Damn. they're gonna freak out. They're like the way that Kyrie stepped on the on the leprechaun that one time. Yeah, they're gonna freak out. He's like, you don't respect Red. Man, I don't. I don't know if you meant to write the sequel to Celtic Pride, but <laughs> bro, I'm full of great did. ideas. Let's talk about Luke Walton getting uh, getting a new job on the uh, as an assistant on the Cleveland Cavaliers staff. Uh, just the power of, of 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 a mediocre white man. He can um, 
luck his way into any job he wants, despite uh, being a failure and also carrying uh, sexual assault allegations wherever he goes. Leap, leap tall allegations in a single bound. Yep. I don't know if there's anything else to say about that. This is white mediocrity, powerful white mediocrity. But once again, he sucks at his job. Why is he? Why did he get another job? He sucks at his job and he's a criminal because Kobe breathed on him. That's true. Because Kobe stood next to him at a water fountain. He'll keep getting opportunities. It'll take 10 years for him to end up at the big three. He'll get 10 more jobs before he got to go coach big three. It'll be a big four by then. They might even add. They might even add a fourth. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? Speaking of white mediocrity, and I, I, this is a terrible transition because he's obviously not mediocre. But uh, we the our our Patreon Discord was going off discussing uh, Luka Doncic yesterday. I don't know if you saw that, but the the question was. He's very similar to Harden in the style that he plays and also in just uh like playoff failures. <laughs> and uh Luca is obviously obviously still very young in his career. He's only been to the playoffs uh three times, um, missed it his rookie year, um, but uh has has flamed out his first two seasons in the first round and then kind of this season made it to the conference finals, but in a very fluky way in which, you know, they played the, 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 the really bad jazz. Uh, they struggled against um, uh, the Suns, who just kind of collapsed in, in the weirdest way. The Suns, you know, were the best team in the league all yeah, season the long. The Suns involved in a fixing scandal. Yeah. And then once they finally got to the conference finals and faced the Warriors, they got the shit kicked out of them. And yet, Harden, who's had much more playoff success over his career, faces so much slander. On the other hand, the NBA media is talks about Luca like he's still a top five player, and have been talking about him in that way since pretty much his rookie year. There are people that were saying he was a top ten player his rookie year. And I'm wondering. I mean, look, we, you and I know the answer right off the bat, or at least the answer that I'm going to say. But uh-huh. why doesn't Luca get the slander that James Harden gets? Come on, man, because 84% of the NBA writers are white guys who are dying for a white star. But I think what we're missing is the black writers also agree that Luke is like that. It's not like Chris Haynes is ta- like saying Luca's uh, overrated. Luca's very good. Luca's very good, but he like but he doesn't deserve to be like elevate it to the position that we're elevating him. I don't think yet. show me some real success and then we should make your teammates better. And then we could talk about you being a top 10 player. But you know how Harden makes his teammates better by sitting on the fucking bench. That was one time Harden. I'll tell you what Harden made some of the the Sixers this year look like fucking non scrubs. (laughs) Like, which is a big upgrade over, you know, their scrubby status usually. Yeah, sure. I look, Harden is really good too. But I don't know. I don't we don't have any uh records of Luca kind of not wanting to play. We have records of Harden not wanting to play. 
Well, that's okay. Well, that's the thing. Also, pictures or rumors about Harden going to the strip club after games or whatever. He doesn't care about the game. I'm not worried about the strip club. Luca went viral for, for smoking a hookah and everyone loved it. Everyone thought he was great. There was a rumor that he drank a beer before, before like game five of the Suns. And people thought that's epic, epic bacon, bro. Luca drank a beer. But like, if someone talked about James Harden drinking a beer before a playoff game, he would get dragged by the media. That's what because we already have these accounts of him not wanting to play. It's I don't care about the strip club stuff. Every roster got guys who are going to the strip clubs after the game. I know it's not. I know just, you don't care. It's but... not just two point guards. Half the team going to the strip club. Uh, I never. I don't know if I've talked about this on on the pod, but uh, I actually uh, someone I, I someone a friend of a friend that I know, um, uh, and I don't know how reliable this guy is because I don't know him that well. But he he claims he's very good friends with Doc Rivers. They golf together. They go out together, and according to him, Doc Rivers hates James Harden because. <laughs> Apparently, uh, before James Harden got there, the Sixers team generally like wasn't a team that hung out that much or did anything or like went to the club or went to the strip club. Um, and then Harden got there, and suddenly everyone was hanging out and going to the club every night, <laughs> and the team got worse. Uh, now, I don't know how true that is at all. Um, I also think it could be true in the sense that Doc Rivers told this guy that, but I don't trust Doc Rivers because that motherfucker golfs every day instead of running practice or doing his job. Um, but just just an interesting tidbit gossip that I that I heard a little a couple weeks back. Once again, not even in I. It's like I don't think that the scrutiny that James Harden gets is fair. I agree. Let's start. Let's start there. But also, he's, I don't know. It's in my mind, I would say that Luka is more reliable in the fourth quarter of a big game than James Harden is. Um, I'm not talking about the whole season. I'm not talking about the first quarter of the game, third quarter. I just mean the fourth quarter of a big, important game. Sure. I would rather have Luka on the floor as the point guard than James Harden. I don't have none of nothing else matters. I know D- Luca's got a bad attitude. He's yelling at refs, calling oh. people pussies in Slovenian. He has a bad attitude. He's got an awful attitude. He's a fucking crybaby and he's like he's a bad sportsman. <laughs> like Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I agree. James is probably a better sportsman. Yeah. But in the fourth quarter of the game, give me the white one. <laughs> Especially if Scott Foster's there. Come on, man. That's true. I'm trying to win. I'm not trying to worry about fixing oppression right now. I'm trying to win this game. Give me the white one so I could get some calls. I mean, finally. Statistics say if Scott Foster is roughing a game and James Harden is playing in it, bet all your money on the non-James Harden team. For sure, man. Scott Foster's least favorite thing is black point guards. What was the record or the like the stat? I think 
basically uh, in the playoffs, teams with Chris Paul and James Harden uh, that play in a game that Scott Foster refs are like one in 42. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I'm going to come out here and say it. Scott Foster's in the clan. <laughs> yep. He's one of those secret clan double agents. Woke moment. No bullshit. Um, well, anything else we want to, we want to talk about before we get it? Oh, um, the Las Vegas aces, are they, should they just, is it unfair? Should they be broken up like the banks? (laughs) I mean, the vases are very good. Perhaps Becky Hammond is a very good coach as well. Uh, it's a lot of season left, but, uh, they are currently the best team. Um, I mean, that's, that's even understating it, right? I mean, they're, they're the number one seed. What's their record right now? Like they're nine and one. That is crazy. And their one loss is against the mystics. Holler at your boy. It's true. Mystics seven and two. I mean, they're actually, they're, they're no, they're no slouch themselves. Seven and three. Sorry. But yeah, the aces are, uh, fucking unfair. And, uh, Maybe I mean, it was a combination of, of losing Liz Cambage and uh, getting Becky Hammond. For sure, man. Liz is also somebody I don't want on the team in the fourth quarter of a big game. They did. They, you know, and the Sparks pulled out a crazy one last night, apparently against the Wings, a game that I couldn't watch anywhere because I forgot my ESPN login. If anybody could tell me what the end of the Dallas Wings Sparks game looked like, but the Sparks almost blew that game. The spark, like the sparks, they might win one game this year by more than five points. Every game they win is one possession. Derek Fisher, let's were, keep it close. Yeah, because he's probably also fixing, fixing some shit. Hell yeah, you know he know Tim Donaghy. Uh, shout out Brittany Griner. We're still thinking about you. Uh, did you see her wife went on like Good Morning America yeah. last week and basically? beg joe biden to do fucking something <laughs> yeah pretty shit, man. Sad. yeah where it is they're really uh thinking about prisoner swap uh hopefully it works and then uh them ukrainians take everybody out uh also if, if you were in prison and joe biden was like we'll give you an international war criminal in exchange for jamel johnson would that make you feel good about yourself or, or bad about yourself I'd be so pissed, man. <laughs> like, dude, how did I? I'll go. All right. Yeah. Can I start an open mic? I think. I think it. Um. I think getting like a terrorist in exchange for you does up your trade value. Because suddenly you're worth one international terrorist. That's sick. Because yeah. right now I'm not even worth fucking like Mary Poppins. Right now, your biggest crime is that you got kicked off Venmo. Suddenly, you're worth a guy that bombed 10,000 people. Yeah, the dude who took out the USS uh, Yemen or whatever. (laughs) Sorry, what were you going to say before I start talking about terrorism? (laughs) Uh, Well, I just... um, Somebody check in on Steve Francis. Uh, Steve Francis has been uh, posting very cryptic messages about his friends, family, and the University of Maryland. And his uh, children, I, right? And his children. I don't know what's going on, but someone please, 
if you're listening to this and you have a contact for Steve Francis, just check in on the man. Seems like something. He is on the Airbuds hot seat for posting weirdly. Yeah, every once in a while we do, um, you know, Cappy Pondexter. We love to examine her her Instagram and try to figure out what's going on with her life. I think Steve, Fran- Steve Francis, who has deleted all his posts as of recently. Did you see that? Yep. There it is, folks. He He's deleted po- he- every post. Come on, man. Something's happening. But Somebody then, check on that guy. Let's go check on his Twitter real quick. Maybe they, let's see what he did there. Oh, his tweets are protected. Yeah, I bet. Well, Stevie Franchise has seems like uh, someone fifty one fifty him or something, or at least got a hold of his passwords and locked his accounts. Probably for the best. Yeah. Uh, we Steve Francis weirdly my was uh, my one of my best friend Justin's like favorite player randomly. We were Sixers fans, but he just loved Steve Francis in like 2004 or whatever. Because that dude ruled. He did rule. Um, he wore terrible. He wore weird Reeboks, and he dunked on everybody. And he was like, how tall was he? Like 6'2"? Yeah, and he played with Yao Ming. That's he was 6'3". All right. Let's talk, stop talking about old player sites and get the fuck out of here, Jamal. Follow us. At Airbuds Pod on uh, social media, follow Jamel at Nonprofit Comic on Twitter. Check out Jamel's Comedy Central special uh, set on YouTube. Thank you. And I'm at Benner, B E N N E R, on Twitter. Bye. This fucking podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.